0: Oh no, it's not perfect.
1: What's up? Oh, the board are just. All right, well,
0: it's fine. We'll keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we'll start the talking. What's okay, today? What's yeah, today's yeah. one, Finn? What's, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, yeah, you asked me, but you know, well, so you got Laura, of course, your lovely cousin, who's done a lot of travelling. I hear. Um yeah. We're all in our early twenties, and it's going to be about travelling and about life as a early twenty year old person, I guess. Not really sure how specific we're going with that, but that was the uh, info I got. Yeah, so we're just
0: gonna on. be doing like a, a sort of general view on how we view the world as twenty, I guess, or young guys right.
1: Yeah, okay. A little bit philosophical.
0: Yeah, but I think it's good to have a little deep chat every now and then. Always, mate. Always. You got it lined up. Yeah, I'll do yeah, for that. now. Perfect. I
2: actually popped into your um, your stream last week, right at the bit where you're talking about how you knew you were, you were conscious and then you knew what else was going on and i got all the like, self-awareness like, this is, yeah that's yeah. the bit I, just, like, I watched um,
0: that again today I, I, I tried to explain it but i couldn't i'm not gonna try again now are. i'll do it, leave it for another time but it was too it was funny like,
2: um
1: okay yeah i literally didn't have a single clue what you're on about mm. i literally you were describing it as though you felt omniscient <laughs> like you could feel everything going on in the world at one
0: time <laughs> and i was like what Ah, it's like all... <laughs> It's almost like uh, you know, like eight D music, where you have that going around your head. It's almost like eight yeah. D thoughts. That's like the best way I can describe it. I think.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. It's like really mean, multiple to levels to that. of
0: thinking at the same time. Eight D thoughts. Oh God. Um, That's too funny. GG, I'm way too old for to this. Lol. <laughs> nah, no one's too old no, for this. Don't worry, Matt bro. Don't worry. All right. Um. So first off, all, obviously, all right, been travelling, I'm gonna talk about yep. travelling. Um. Percy, I've only done a little bit. Uh not actual travelling where I'm living in the country for a long time. Think, what have you done? Uh well country wise or just like lengthwise. Yeah. Uh done like a couple of European countries, Netherlands France obviously. Uh, Malta. That was recent. That's my most recent one, Malta.
1: You lived in America though, didn't you?
0: True, but I do not have a lot of yeah. memory of that. I was like
1: No, probably not Fair Three,
0: four till seven, I believe. So Mm. Not too much memory.
2: Yeah, you were young.
0: Yeah, very. um Yeah, so Have like you visited since though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like 2012, maybe 2013.
1: You stayed for long or just like a couple? Yeah, of weeks I feel like week? it
0: was like a week or two. Is
1: that not long? Right. No, that's pretty like you know standard holiday holiday time. I was thinking like maybe you stayed for like I don't know a month and a bit just to sort of you know really get a vibe of it but I guess that's pretty young still like maybe if you were 16 or something
0: yeah yeah that, but, Spence
2: yeah, didn't you go to um Vegas though a couple years oh of ago? course I'm Vegas
0: oh, yeah. yeah yeah Vegas oh, yeah. 2018 not uh, to
2: call you up but I know you better than yourself
0: yeah literally uh that was only for a week as well but I've never actually like stayed fully in a country which is like traveling isn't it like for a couple months let's say mm. uh, yeah. obviously Finn you haven't either
1: no I've mate I've I've not been on a holiday since 2016 i've got like oh
0: no God. experience traveling I've, I've only
1: been to france and barcelona and i went to america for two weeks when i was like six as well
0: actually and that's it I still so, a fair bit more than some people well, yeah
1: but like, i've spent like such a little time outside of the uk so it's pretty tragic but oh, yeah, i yeah. want to know where laura's been i want to know like, yeah the yeah. Location. yeah okay um
2: well, I was in Australia for a year. That was the big one. Damn, I came back. yeah. In, I came back in November. So, well, I was actually there for fourteen months, I think. So Damn, okay. Was a, good, a good time.
1: Was that just um, like a? Oh, sorry. You go. You go.
2: No, I had nothing to say. What?
1: I was just gonna say, how come you? What made you go there? Was it just like a job thing or just traveling thing? And you stayed there. No,
2: um. So I went there in 2017 for two weeks so, so I've got really good family friends out there. Um, and I really, really liked it. It's just really, it's a really good country. This is great. Um, and so yeah, I wanted to go back out there because I know a lot of people who'd done the um, working holiday visa. So you kind of go out through one year. And then if you want to do a second year, you've got to do three months farm work in your first year to be eligible for your second year. Oh. So I um I did farm work as well. So then I can go back out for a year in like a couple of years time.
0: That's
1: so cool. I didn't realise that was how it worked. That's pretty sick.
0: Is it just farm work? Yeah. Is it not like just bar work or construction work as well, right?
2: So there's two types of visas. So I know the UK and like France are on one of them. And then the other one is the US and a few other countries and for the uk you could, you have to do um, farm work or construction work or building or mining or fishing really random Jeez. um <laughs> so it's easier to get farm work right and yeah, for course. people on the U- in the us and the other visa you can just do hospitality so it's really unfair what so you could just go and work in a pub or a restaurant kind of in a rural area yeah basically anywhere that's not a city so like about an hour out of melbourne would count um so yeah i just had to do farm work because i actually did apply for mining jobs and construction jobs but they mm. probably were like nah
0: you." mining like in an actual yeah. mine so as well like going down the elevator imagining so pickaxe
2: mining so you can <laughs> no <laughs> you can do things that help towards the mining industry so oh, okay i don't know what that would be but i applied for one i don't remember what it was now um but you get paid really well for them though yeah that's also why i applied
0: Either way, it's, it's all hands-on work, right? It's not, like, sit back, chill. It's all, like, full-on work with you. Like, labour work, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. I hated it. <laughs>
0: well, that's because you yeah. get paid, like... They just sort of abuse you, in a way, don't they? Because they take advantage of how, like, you have to do this to stay in the country. So they pay yeah, you, Yeah, like, yes. I'm guessing the pay was bad, right? Like you said.
2: So it depends what you get. I, got, I did three different farm works, um, mm. and the... I did raspberry picking, which was the worst thing ever. And I'm still triggered every time I see a raspberry. I did pruning as well in a vineyard. That was really bad pay. Um, And I did, um, I drove a tractor. The tractor driving was like really well paid, um, but the others weren't. And it's 88 days that you have to do. So people say like 88 days a slave and stuff like that. And I think I was kind of lucky in a way because I had loads of horror stories and like people, like farmers treating people badly and exploiting them more than they exploited me or my colleagues. So Mm. it wasn't too bad, like I survived.
1: Yeah. What was like sort of the equivalent pay? So like for the, so you said for like the raspberry picking job, like really badly paid, was there like an equivalent, like four pounds per hour? Was that the sort of level?
2: No, so... Um, you got paid per planet of raspberries that you did. Wow. And um, so you'd work so okay, I worked a twelve hour day most days, eleven, oh, twelve hours. Geez. And you got like fifty pound, equivalent of fifty no, not even. Yeah, equivalent of about fifty pound or forty pounds, maybe even thirty. No. It was really not worth it. Oh,
3: that's not good.
1: Yeah. I, and on
2: the on the vineyards, I always remember. Um, I had to prune them, so, like, cutting the tops off of each little vine. And you have you, – you're given a row, and um, each chopping is worth three cents, which is 1.5p. <laughs> pennies. So, literally, pennies you're working Oh, for. shit. It's really motivating.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Yes. So, then, surely, like, while you're actually doing the work, you're just – you're not actually enjoying any any other aspects of the country, or literally just you know twelve hour days. You're not going to have the energy to like go and stay out with your friends. Or did you still manage to sort of do stuff on the side to enjoy whilst you were there?
2: Oh no, farm work's just like doing farm work, and then you're kind of there for the three months and then you leave. But mm. um, so with my first farm work, the raspberries, the um, accommodation was on the farm, so there was nothing to do really. There was a McDonald's and a, an an Audi. They were the highlights of my week if I went there. But um, apart from that, like because everyone was so shattered, you would just get up. Because we had to start work at 6 a.m., finish about five or six. And then everyone was just so tired that you didn't really see anyone after that. Um, But with the other, the vineyard work, um, it was more like a hostel that I was in. So people would party quite hard on the weekends, on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. Um, that's so
1: strange yeah. that literally does sound like being a slave you know go out in the fields for 12 hours work until you drop and then just go back to the accommodation and just sleep yeah so it
2: was a weird. bit rough but i left after three weeks because i couldn't have, hack it
1: <coughs> yeah wait so did that mean that it like voided the next visa application mm-hmm. or did you just move to a different line of work
2: yeah yeah so you add all your days up
1: okay so you went you not so have to so do, do it in one all oh, right okay that makes sense
0: that's that's mm. crazy because I, I I had some friends uh they called Pete and Jay they're from Netherlands they went to Australia as well they did our construction work and they were praising yeah. how they were getting paid like vile amount of okay. money which is insane yeah
2: that's because the construction industry you get paid quite well there yeah um I actually did a course it you know like a lollipop lady oh yeah 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 have the stop and go sign yeah. that's really well paid in Australia really and um I did go on a course I. Spent I don't know how much it was, but I went on a one day course. Mm. But I just found it really hard to find work. Um it's it was quite hard to find farm work to be honest. So when I got something I just kinda of went for it because I was worried I was gonna run out of time.
1: Yeah. Understand. Oh, so when you go out there, like the way you go about finding work, is there a platform or is there are the people who are there to help you like find these routes or do you literally are you literally just left to fend for yourself, like handing in like just going door to door basically is that the kind of process
2: do you mean with farm work yeah um there's loads of Facebook groups so that's how I got both of my jobs I think yeah both of them actually and then the middle one the tractor driving um I have a friend in Australia and it was a really weird connection but her dad worked with the farmer's brother-in-law so he got me a job um which was really lucky because the farmer was so lovely um but yeah it can be really hard like I was actually looking from January and then I got my first job in March um and then yeah it's just kind of awkward as well because they when you apply for a job and they say yeah you can come they want you there the next day basically so you've got to make sure that you're kind of free to go
1: yeah so it's a pretty like intense atmosphere
2: yeah you literally kind of one day I was with my friends and the next I was like, okay, I'm going to leave tomorrow. They were like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'll see you in about four weeks. Ah. So it's a bit rough, but yeah, you've got to do it.
1: Yes, yeah, the price to pay for staying in a nice country, I guess. Yeah.
2: I won't do it again. They recently introduced, like in July last year, they introduced, um, if you want to do a third year, you can do six months of farm work. But no, I would not.
0: Six
1: months? Six months.
2: <laughs> six months. Oh. oh. It's honestly not worth it.
1: That's not. That's not ideal. Would you ever think? Do you think you'd like to like live there in the future, or were you just sort of a fan of visiting and sort of staying nah, there as a traveler? I could definitely
2: live there. I really like it. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just really nice. Um, I don't know where I would live in Australia. There's a few places that I really like, but um, just the lifestyle I really like. So I definitely live there. My mom actually thought I wasn't gonna come back but uh, I did
1: <laughs> Wait, where were we actually in did you in there did you go
2: um, I was living in Melbourne but my oh, farms yeah. the farms were in three different states so because Australia is so big it's basically like going to another country to get to your farm work like I had to take Damn. a plane and then I had to take a I think for one of them I took a four hour train and then a eight hour bus or something it's quite Seriously. long Yeah, that's
1: crazy yeah.
2: So it's a proper like moving it's like moving to another country for work that you hate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sounds really exciting. I'm really sold yeah. on this now.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely go. No, I don't want to put you off. You should No, nah, to be fair, was,
1: it was never on the cards, so don't not worry.
2: That's all right. Expense
0: you could go. Yeah, just in in general, you you didn't start in um Australia, did you? You made your way to Australia. So you, Oh
2: yeah, I had like three weeks traveling um, so I, I went to Singapore for two days it wasn't very long, I was there for two nights I think and then I was in Kuala Lumpur which is in Malaysia I was there for two days as well and then I was in Indonesia for two weeks
0: That's crazy or well, ju- just let's say like you would, we have people in the stream that have never been traveling like cost wise obviously that comes into effect, how cheap was it within those three weeks how much did you spend from going from like, all those different places um, or average roughly
2: not too much because okay i'll I'll try and think but not too much because i mean they're quite affordable countries singapore is as affordable as australia so that's kind of like the uk yeah but um malaysia and indonesia are incredibly cheap so okay, yeah. i would say definitely less than less than 500 pounds
0: really I for think. for three weeks that's not yes. too bad, to be fair, yeah. But how, did you fly oh, as well? Really good. Did you fly to each countries or did you take that? Like, yeah, I'm it?
2: actually quite good at finding cheap flights. So we got a flight from London to Singapore for like £200 or something, including luggage.
0: Wow, okay.
2: And then we took a bus from Singapore to Malaysia, and then I think it was a plane from Malaysia to Jakarta, which is the capital of um, Indonesia.
1: Not bad,
0: not bad. Yeah, um, that's actually way
1: cheaper than I thought.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I can't really eat much because, as you know, I have loads of dietary problems. Yeah. So I was eating like rice, which is very cheap, or crisps. <sighs> um, but if you actually wanted to eat properly, then you'd probably spend a bit more.
0: Yeah. Understandable. Damn. So, so in terms yeah. of let's say just getting prepared for travelling, what what would you recommend for people that have never done it before? So what's like one thing that you sort of noticed or learned along the way that would help someone that's like completely new to this sort of topic?
2: Uh, definitely save up enough money. So you're not stressed about having to pay for things or wanting to do extra activities. Um, I actually saved a lot of money before I went and I annoyed myself thinking back because I could have done more things than I did because at the time I was like, oh no, I need loads of money for Australia. But in hindsight, I should have just enjoyed myself a bit more in like Bali and Indonesia. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, definitely save money and probably budget as well. Um. And wait, what was the question?
0: Just a term, like what? so. It, it, what have you learned from traveling? As in, like, how can someone? If someone's about to do some traveling, what's sort what of tips that you give them to improve their experience?
2: Okay. Uh. Oh God. Tell me what you
0: think. Well, because from from someone who hasn't personally traveled that much, when I, instantly I think, oh, this can be really expensive. I'm talking like 8, eight nine k for a year living in another country. Is that roughly right?
2: Without working or with working?
0: Without working. Is that even not even enough? Uh, I guess it is. depends on what country
2: Yeah, it depends what country like. If you're not doing loads of activities or going out a lot, um then maybe if you budget well. But you find that when you're out there you you go partying quite a lot. And um, that can be expensive. But uh Yeah, I guess that would be okay. You might want a bit more more though, like maybe
0: Really? So we're talking like five figures. If
2: you're not working, then yeah, I think it's gonna be kind of more expensive. So would
0: you would you is would you recommend working to someone that's never done it before, to get work abroad, in yeah, these one sure. of these countries?
2: Yep. If um, but have you heard of Workaway?
0: I have not heard of Workaway. No.
2: That's what I did in Canada at that time. Um, when I went for five weeks, I volunteered at a hostel, and you get like accommodation free, and then breakfast. Sometimes Ooh. not breakfast. Sometimes all your meals are paid for as well. Um. And that's a good way to travel as well because you get accommodation and you work like up to 24 hours a week doing random things. Like you could be in a hostel or you could be kind of like gardening or looking after children and then the rest of your time is free to just travel. So, yeah, that's another way you can do it as well.
0: Yeah, that sounds not bad. Yeah. so So you would recommend someone working when they're out there? Or wherever they are in the, any country Okay, if
2: we're talking about australia then yeah definitely like the working holiday visa is really good
0: yeah so what um, about any countries in asia at all
2: asia okay i probably wouldn't work in asia to be honest yeah I just because it is quite cheap like really really cheap compared to the uk really Cause... um yeah i mean even hostels i think we've got one for like nine pound a night or if that maybe like seven pound a night you can get really cheap ones
0: jeez that's nuts and the like... food's
2: like next to nothing and then the drinks are really cheap as well if you're going to go out
0: that is um, nuts
2: it's just like trips can be expensive so i went to on a mountain on, i went to a mountain on the sunrise tour and that was i don't think that was too expensive actually but it's just like obviously the more trips you do and the more activities you do then it does add up
0: yeah it makes um, sense so yeah.
2: Just have to be mindful and like, for example, I had to pick certain ones that I wanted to do and then miss out a few um, because, well, like I said before, I was freaking out about money slightly, but when I was in Indonesia, so I didn't go to this other mountain that I wanted to go to, um, which I probably should have done. But at the same time, I also think I can come here again if I want to, so I don't stress too much about um, not doing things like all the time
0: yeah it makes sense unless there's a pandemic obviously Mm.
2: yeah
0: Yeah,
1: true (laughs) do you have any like horror stories from when you were traveling any like really stand out stories like bad things that have
2: happened
1: um did it all go pretty smooth
2: sorry i've got really hang on here we are um horror stories i mean farm work is enough that was like the worst (laughs) ever um yeah, farm work was not okay. Um I don't think there was a time where I was like really scared to be out there. Um
1: well like nothing went I, wrong like missing flights or just being in some place you didn't you didn't want to be or that stuff like that.
2: It's not really a horror story, but there's a story. Um when I was in this space called your Yod- in um Indonesia. There was this mountain that I wanted to go up because I had seen pictures um, and it just looked really nice. So I took two of my friends, well, a friend and then a guy that we met up there and we kind of went late in the evening because you can get better pictures of the city lights if you go in the evening. Yeah. So, um, but we didn't, so we got, a, um, it's called a grab in, in Asia, grab is like Uber basically, but super cheap. So we got one of them up to the mountain and he dropped us off and then left. And then we spent maybe an hour or two on this mountain, just walking around and getting photos. And um, yeah. by the time we're done, and we wanted to go back down the mountain to our hostel, there was it was getting really dark and there was no taxis or anything because they weren't going to come up with no one in them to come down again. Um, yeah. So we were kind of panicking because we were just stuck on this mountain, um, maybe half an hour from our hostel, like half an hour driving. And we, also people weren't really good at speaking English. Um, so we were trying to explain that we wanted to get down and we didn't know how. Um, but, and we kept asking these people who had cars, we were like, could you drive us and we pay you? Um, but they, I think they laughed at us actually. They were like, oh, stupid tourists getting stuck up here. But in the end, um, one of the guys we asked knocked on this woman's car door window and um, said something in Indonesian. I don't know what their country language is, but in Indonesian. And um, so, bless her, she took us down to our hostel. And um, she didn't let us pay anything, but she wanted a p- picture with us. No so way. So we were like, "Oh, can we pay you, please? How much can we give you? And she was like, no, it's okay. Just, like, selfie. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. She would not let us pay her. She just wanted That's
1: a picture. That's so
0: book. weird. So, so that, was... that was
2: slightly successful, but nothing crazy.
0: So that was caused yeah. by sort of like... Not speaking the language. So if if you were able
2: yeah, to speak. Yeah, that's I'm actually yeah, no, thinking about when I was in Japan, that was au- awkward with um not speaking obviously Japanese and Japanese people not really speaking English. Yeah. Um so there was one particular time where I was at a restaurant and I'm allergic to fish and the Japanese love fish, don't yeah. they? And yeah. um I was trying to explain that I couldn't have fish, but they didn't understand me. And I spoke to one chef, um, and he put some sauce in my noodles, I think it was. And I said, Oh, what's that? He said, I think he said fish or he pointed to a fish. And I was like, Oh, no, no fish. And I was trying to do hand signals. And then he was like, What are you doing? And I was like, no fish, like, kills me, whatever. And he was like, Oh, my God. And so he got another chef, who then didn't understand me. And then two other chefs came along. Meanwhile, the restaurant is like quieting down and watching me and then there's a queue behind me and I was really really stressed but he'd made up this food already with the fish broth and um I was with a friend at the time who gets stressed really easily and um she was like can we please leave like this is awful and we just sort of stood there for about five minutes trying to explain that I couldn't eat fish and in the end we just left because it was too awkward but I felt bad because it made me food yeah that was a very tough time
1: that's definitely a fear of mine man if you go to a country and you just don't understand enough of the language just I feel like you get you in such strange situations and such awkward situations so easily
2: yeah for sure
0: that's crazy I I mean when I went to Barcelona I had a sort of similar story where obviously I, I couldn't speak Spanish and I, I mm. went with uh, obviously like Herbie. So they
1: speak Catalan and that, don't they? Oh yeah, they I do. You're to, right. Yeah. I tried speak Spanish when I went there, and then I was like, oh hold on, they don't even. Yeah, they speak, speak a bit, Spanish. a bit of both, Catalan. but mainly Catalan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I obviously went, and it was like we obviously went clubbing, and it was um around obviously. four a.m. And me and Diego thought, what's the best thing to do at four a.m.? Get Mackeys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember me and Diego walked about thirty minutes down the beach to the nearest macis that was the only one open we get there and it turns out it's only the drive through that's open so we obviously what we do is we go up to the, the window and say oh can you we order we're just standing there's cars behind us and <laughs> they're like uh, they can understand us like can we order like no and we're like, okay so obviously you weren't allowed to order <laughs> so what me and Diogo did was every car we went behind we were knocked in the window or they had like those you know, those cycling bikes where someone's in the front and you're sat in the back and they're cycling what do they oh, call it yeah. yeah probably yeah um, so we went up to them and we asked like begging them like "Oh, can you order some food please we're hungry <laughs> and none of no one spoke English First, like three people nope Then this guy sort of understood me because uh, I got my phone out Google translated all of it and he's like oh yeah and obviously went asked and they yeah. said <laughs> they said no because they, they saw that it was us trying to order again they wouldn't let us oh really so then we finally found this legend and he spoke English Spanish and Mexican and he just Translate like everything Mexican? for us.
2: Sorry, is that a language? Mexican. <laughs> they speak Spanish.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Cut that, cut that. He spoke Let me reframe uh, it. It was English, Spanish, and it was another language Portuguese, and I can't remember it now.
2: Portuguese maybe. Yeah, probably, <laughs> maybe. probably
0: yeah. Uh... <laughs>
2: He's out here making
0: I'm up languages. I was so sorry. He was Mexican, that's why. He was Mexican. <laughs> right, okay. yeah. I have a picture of him. Um, so me and Diego, we talked to him, uh, and he was did, like, did, oh, Diego mate, and no him worries. Did speak
1: Portuguese?
0: I think they did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to ask Diego. we got to bring him on, but... So we obviously mm. went to... Uh, all this effort, yeah. It's just, just been about an hour, by the way. It's around nearly 6 a.m. now. Uh, he's goes to the window, speaks pure, brilliant, fluent Spanish. Uh, and they'd have a, like, He has like a little argument with them because obviously he's not he's got out of his car to walk to it and Comes back saying sorry, they don't they just not serve us all of that for nothing But like I think the point I'm trying to get is when you go to a country and don't know the foreign language It sort of creates these unique experiences that you would ever get like in your own country Like it sort of pushes you out yeah. your comfort zone It's like, me, a
2: different type of fear isn't it? Literally so you're like oh my god Because me and Diogo were like
0: it. we don't know what's going on like Diego sort of understands Spanish because it's similar to Portuguese but sort of having that experience was sort of comical in a way. Because we were both drunk as well. We were really drunk. And it just made like the whole night more fun. I we was were...
2: gonna ask that. Yeah, that we might were really be drunk. why they turned you away. we
0: yeah, were so different. hungry, we were starving. If there
1: were two
0: British boys like
1: walking into the drive thru begging <laughs> the customers to like buy them food, they're probably thick oh, up. Just
0: imagine like yeah. there was genuinely like four or five cars just waiting to get in. we're just standing there ordering <laughs> food. Uh, that's Uh, that's my only sort of story with like the um oh no i've gone blurry where my where like not knowing the language sort of messed me up um Mm. yeah that's i think that's a big fear of people that do go traveling whether they do need to learn the language or not because it it, i think
2: a few words would help actually my friend who studied japanese as a degree did give me some cards which i didn't use in this situation which said i can't have fish And I did think of using them, but I was too stressed and I was like, I need to go. So I did have some cue cards that I definitely could have used, um, but I just didn't.
1: See, I think something like that would be such, such a useful, like if you could sort of prepare a little bit of something, if you know where you're going, just you could have like a little set of cue cards for whichever destination you're going to, like go through the, open the folder and go through like, oh, here we go, Japanese, just show them whatever you need to go. They're just like, all right, cool.
2: You know, it's also good, it's, bring, it's just going with someone who speaks the language. Exactly,
0: yeah, I was going to say. Well, that's going even good. better, yeah. Perfect. Because
2: they can do it for you.
0: Yeah. But Google Translate saved me, so I, I do recommend Google Translate. So they, I let yeah, them go on my phone, they exactly. typed it all in in Spanish and translated to English, perfect.
2: But now you can download the language, and if you want, like if you're at a shop and it's foreign, like a foreign language, you can just scan it, and then oh, yeah, yeah, it comes up in English, yeah. which I did in Japan, in Japan which helped me a lot
0: yes that's nuts. pretty sick. so yeah technology does, oh, yeah. does save you it does mate.
1: Oh. are there any um like destinations Laura that are on your bucket list that you haven't been to yet or have you visited them all
2: <laughs> no I've got loads um I'm actually going to do a working holiday visa in Canada in the next like two years or well, next year and a half I think Um, It's good in Canada though because you can just do like two years straight up, you don't have to do farm work or anything annoying, so um, that's more flexible. Um, But I think like to live in live in that country in Canada and I'm going whenever this all passes, I'm going to live in France for a little bit to learn French Mm. Um, and then maybe I'll go to Spain to learn Spanish or something or Maybe South America, I'm not sure yet, and then back to Australia. That'd
1: be sick. Do you want to go? So team you're team gonna go back like to Australia for the last year, or?
2: Yeah, um, but I don't know when I'll go back. Then it's like kind of all I need to decide is when to do which country in which order. Yeah. So yeah.
1: plan out a route. And Spencer, are there any? Uh, yes, yeah, so just a sort of link in your bucket
0: list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bucket list wise, I definitely do want to the... visit Australia. is definitely a big one. Um. oh that awesome place somewhere in Indonesia it's got uh Bali. yeah probably Bali. Bali or like Bora Bora they're pretty awesome places um okay
2: Bora Bora's in the that's in the like no is that in the Maldives no I it's not it's, it's
1: like a tropical island
0: yeah it's definitely it, trop- it, yeah that's yeah. that sort of uh With the yeah yeah, uh, also yeah. I also want to go to South America because I think I want to experience sort of you know, like the classic, like jungles and stuff like that. That's, that that seems pretty cool. That climate is a lot, a lot warmer as well. let's see uh, a little bit? Where in America, though, because you know,
1: there's quite a lot of variation.
0: Um, I mean, what isn't isn't Chile the one that's on the coast, one of the coasts? I like, go running yeah, along the, the whole West coast. Go yeah, there, Argentina. Um, yeah. I don't know about Brazil. I'm quite, I'm quite wary of Brazil because obviously they've had they've had a lot of uh gang violence there, don't they? Especially in the capital
1: yeah um in their favelas well and stuff. i think I oh know. isn't i think because rio's 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 quite bad but i'm not sure about i've not actually heard anything about Brasilia, like what it's like oh true yeah but... it's always
0: it's always just Rio. uh ria rio um yeah obviously we had the olympics there didn't we the 20s uh, 2016. yeah and seemed pretty yeah. good but yeah just a lot of gang issues and stuff but i shouldn't let that put me off but, but yeah, you get wary, that but...
2: anywhere though like, yeah, true, yeah. but
0: I feel like it's a lot worse there than here, because obviously guns are, they just seem okay. to not care.
2: Compared to here, yeah, but I mean, I don't know, because you always hear, for example, when there's been a terrorist attack in London or something, people kind of try and put you off from going there, but it could happen anywhere in the world. So, oh, no, of course, yeah. Even though there's violence in that country, it doesn't mean you're going to get attacked, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: it should put you off, is what I'm trying to say.
0: No, agreed. But uh, I mean, America. I don't want to go to America mainly because of their sort of gun laws and stuff as well. That sort of puts me off a bit. Yeah. I yeah, know it shouldn't, basically. but it's just it's it's just always negative whenever I look at America. I don't really get like, even though I've lived there, I don't really rate it as a country.
1: Oh, I really want to go there. No, I
2: think don't tell your dad.
0: I've I feel like I've already told him, but just like even Vegas is really good because that's like nothing you ever experience anywhere in the world that's just know, so vegas weird is,
1: vegas is probably one of one of the places i don't want to go really it's
0: just it's so cool mate. like you're in the desert and then there's just a city like that's so cool yeah but that's so it's such cool. like a seedy place man oh yeah it's really weird you get like people walking around trying to advertise their strip clubs always you get like strippers walking around you get people dressed up in outfits You've got the obviously that like, the mini eiffel tower there mini yeah. london eye there uh, all
1: the gam- people go in and spending like so literally much, thousands okay. Casinos on a yeah it's crazy like, i can't believe people just go out and do that as like a hobby they're like oh yeah i'm having a weekend away and then they come back 50 grand down that's
0: crazy <laughs> yeah
2: i feel like spence would do something like that yeah
0: i could yeah, yeah.
1: definitely see
0: that yeah. happening uh denmark as well actually denmark i do want to visit <laughs> apparently new orleans <laughs> yeah, and Orlando are good yeah new orleans
2: yeah I've heard that's a good time.
1: And I really want to go to Texas. I'm not really sure why. I'm, I just sort of have a weird thing. Texas, um, West
0: Virginia. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I've been there, yeah. Of course, yeah. Have you? Yeah, I used to I live have there. Too, I think.
1: Wait, Wait, was that yeah. really?
0: Yeah. Oh, you never Wait, told me west? that. Well, it's just called Virginia, isn't it? I'm guessing West is to the left.
1: No, but the West Virginia is because, you know, take me home. Oh, yeah. Is. Okay, yeah.
0: No, but yeah, I've been there, yeah. I used to yeah, live in Virginia. Um, is it pretty, I more remember it's just like sort of like a bland or sort of, I guess state like it's just really yeah, it's just green <laughs> trees everywhere. Uh...
2: Wait, Spence, do you remember when we went to that cabin in the woods? Yeah, that was yeah. Virginia, I think
0: that was cool. I think in terms of like freedom you get in America is pretty cool. Like we just like went woods. We had like quad bikes, just driving them through the forest. That was cool. I mean, I was really? we went driving. Yeah, I was on the back. That's I remember sick. I was on the back.
2: Yeah. That was a good time.
0: And that, but the only scary thing is obviously, like, they have a lot of wild animals, don't they? You know, you've got wolves, mm, bears, and shit. yeah, and that's, you don't have to worry about that here. Like, if you want to go wild camping, let's go. But over there, it's yeah. quite scary.
1: Yeah, brown deer, it's just, like, badgers. You're, like, you got I mean, oh, to watch yeah. out for them badgers. But around there, you're, like, there's an actual fucking bear outside the tent. It's like, all right. All
0: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I still like to go like it's pretty it's pretty cool like they the look um, I like the look of the sort of the massive forests and you know national parks they have around there you have the you know they have all those trails with all their park ranges you know they set out a trail for you and you spend like two or three days following a trail oh that looks pretty interesting yeah true it's pretty sick you get to see a few natural sites that look interesting so I think it should be a little bit different from like just going to the big bustling cities even though I would also like to go there like New York I've never been yeah I'm going go and see that but it's just something a little bit more nature sided.
0: Yeah, I see. Yeah. I mean cities I I agree with you. I don't I'll i pop into them, but I prefer to sort of experience like the nature sort of side of America. That's not really talked about as much.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like the
2: canyons.
0: I, yeah, the Grand Canyons and stuff like that. That's that's awesome. And in
2: Arizona there's this one canyon, I forgot what it's called, but Anita and Greg went there as fence and it just looks amazing, like you can just go and like Small little bits and you really? walk
0: through them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's something that's awesome as well. So also it just looks stunning. Also that uh y- Yosemite. Isn't that, that volcano? It's it. yeah,
2: that's yeah. Yosemite. Isn't that an acrylic <laughs> <spot?
0: laughs> Yeah, <it> is. Yeah. <laughs> is that a big uh, ma- uh volcano, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Or am I thinking of the wrong uh, thing? I think it, no, I think, it yeah, is, massive, I think it's the massive the, like, the super volcano. Yeah, I think so. Wait, think hold on, is, apparently not. Is it not?
0: No. Oh, Norway, true is a good one as well to see the northern lights. Never thought about actually. That must be awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh no, we're getting confused with Yellowstone.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no um, what's Yosemite then? Sorry. Yosemite. Oh.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yosemite. Okay. Um it is i'll tell you it's a u.s national park in california oh in california i didn't know it was in california
0: wow look at that That Nevada mountains yeah so you don't
1: i want to go death valley i want to go death valley where's that i think that's in i think that is in california
0: wow i'm
1: not entirely sure yeah it's like a valley a desert valley in california and it's got like i think it was yeah it's like one of the hottest places in the world like along with some of the desert like on, on par with like middle eastern deserts so like crazy Jeez, crazy temperatures yeah, yeah. and like it's death valley because you know like nothing can like sustain there apart from like, a few specialized organisms so it's just sort of barren but that's you can like crazy. drive
0: through
1: on the road it looks pretty sick like the kind of place you could sort of just drive through at night on a motorbike sounds pretty sick but yeah that's mad that would stress
2: me out i think
1: what? I think it would, but like, because you're also thinking, like, oh shit, am I going to make it to the next place that has food, water, and petrol? Or mm-hmm. am I literally just going to die in the desert? But then I guess, like, part of the part of the excitement, you know, impending True. death could spice it up a bit.
0: Well, just to link it into the next topic, do you think traveling should be done at a younger age or a more older age? Because obviously, there's a. Most people, I say that sort of the, the general idea and view on traveling is do it, like, while you're young. That's sort of the whole mantra mantra mm. if you want to say what, are you asking me or just Like, what are you guys opinions on on that sort of mantra and saying do you agree with it or
2: um i think yes because for example in hostels like hostel culture it's very kind of young people and it's a young vibe yeah and quite like a few hostels are quite party party um and I have been to a few hostels where there are older people, and I just feel like, not in a mean way, but they just kind of don't fit in as well. Understandable,
0: um, yeah.
2: So, definitely, personally, anyway, like, I would rather travel while I was younger, especially in hostels and stuff, because I feel like when you travel when you're older, it's a different vibe, if you want. Yeah, um, no, I see yeah. So... Uh, but also, you know, with the working holiday visas, they're kind of capped at thirty or thirty-one. So you can't—you have to do it between eighteen and thirty-one anyway.
1: Wow. Okay. Wait. So you can't. You, there's no option if you're older. If you're outside the bracket.
2: They've been extending it, like for Canadians and Irish people, in Australia, um, to do a holiday visa in Australia. You can be up to thirty-five, I think, now. But for everyone else, it's up to thirty or thirty-one. That's
1: crazy. Damn, that's weird. That's weird. put a cap on it. Yeah.
2: But yeah.
0: I think they're sort of trying to promote, like, they only want people that are of value of them to that country, they're really strict to their border control. Mm. Like if you're not valuable to that country, they want you out, which is fair enough. Like <laughs> it's quite strict though. Yeah. I mean, not as strict as what North Korea, right?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, but they, you're they're not they're allowed in. Strict.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not allowed in or out.
1: No, I definitely think, I definitely think that traveling should be done at like a young age. If you're going to do like a proper whole traveling like Laura has done, you know, go in Places for a long time i think it should be because i think there's a lot of opportunity for like development and like maturing and understanding more about the world as a person and sort of fine-tuning your character like as someone who hasn't been traveling and um, thought i didn't for like a long time but like only recently i've sort of realized i want to do a lot more it's sort i've sort of like especially since going uni because i think it was initially it's just this idea of staying in your comfort zone and sort of sticking with what you know and what you think you enjoy but then as soon as you sort of go out your comfort zone and suddenly you're on your own and you're sort of dealing with different scenarios and living in a different way you realize the potential for sort of stuff you can do and the people you can meet and experiences you can have so I definitely like would way more wait wait like really excited to go and see what sort of stuff I could do by just traveling now I feel like that sort of just opened the door for me and it's definitely something that i want to do
2: Mm. actually adding to that um, I have a lot of friends who are kind of older and my mum's friends as well and they say to me um, I wish I did more traveling when I was younger that would be the one thing that most people regret Um, so I think yeah travel while you're young
1: yeah I've heard that a lot too so I just want to make sure like even if I'm like not even if I wasn't super super excited for it i was really nervous i still want to force myself because i think it just it'd be it's always like you're gonna have stories that you can look back on in like decades and you're thinking i'm so glad i did that rather than like staying inside and getting a job for like an extra year like you can always get a job but you're not always going to be able to go out and travel like stuff is going to change and your situation is going to change so if you've got the opportunity i think it's something that's definitely worth doing
3: mm-hmm
0: yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think traveling while you're young, just while you're able to like move so fluidly, like I don't think we realize. Obviously, we're all young, like how hard it gets to like move your your whole body. Your body just comes older. Everything becomes more of a struggle. So I think making the most of like when you're in your prime. Like we're not even in our prime yet, but like getting there. Uh, just making the most of it. Uh...
2: But also, when you're not tied down, because a lot of my friends exactly, are like, yeah. oh, I would travel? But I've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend," and I'm yeah. like, "Well." bring them with you or just leave them behind yeah
1: do they do they not but want to travel with them
2: i don't know people have different i don't know different things that they want to do with their lives don't they
1: yeah sure. I, yeah no, that's true
2: i um yeah i just i quite like being single because then i can just do what i want when i want and go where i want without having to consult someone else
1: do you always uh, travel alone then
2: I prefer to travel alone, alone, actually, because, yeah, you can just do what you want on your own terms. Um, yeah. yeah, I find that when I'm traveling with someone, which it, it can be fun, like, to be fair, it can be quite lonely when you're on your own, um, but, oh, my God, my brother's singing. Michael, <laughs> please. Um, okay. um, what was I saying? Um, Spence, what was I saying?
1: Traveling alone is a bit lonely.
2: Oh yeah, okay, so, um, but I definitely prefer just travelling traveling on my own because it's just easier, it's less stressful.
0: Really? So, yeah. I'd, I'd get more scared if I travel, obviously because I'm, I'm not yeah, experienced that. I'd think, like, I'd rather do it with a couple of people or with someone that I know, just I'm to sure. get used to yeah, it, like familiarity. When you
2: get out there, like, I keep talking about hostels, but hostels are a great way to meet people. When you go to hostels, there are so many other people who are on their own, you just kind of click with them and then... Go on day trips with them and
3: then,
0: yeah, yeah. May,
2: maybe never see them again. But you've gone on a little trip with them and that's you're
3: not
0: crazy. on your own. That's of. like, yeah, that's what I could feel myself like. That's like, giving me like butterflies in my stomach. Like, that's prop out of my comfort zone. Like, going into a whole new country on your ones to have yeah. all these new people. That's that's like it's next fun. level. I think it's no, fun. I love that. but that's like the pushing to do that is like the hardest thing. I think but I yeah. reckon it'd be a lot like the value you'd get from that and life experiences. But, monumental yeah
1: I yeah, think you for learn like, a lot. yeah i think for people like us spencer like it would definitely be that first first go would be like super nerve-wracking yeah you'd be properly out of the comfort zone but i think it it is just like one of those things you're always like oh you put it off because you're just nervous about it or you think it's going to be bad but then as soon as it happens you're like oh i'm so glad i did this and like laura's obviously done it so many times now and could just sort of see the value of it and just makes me want to give it a go even though i definitely want to even though i'm like oh maybe i should just like go with a friend or whatever maybe it's just like better to sort of try and experience stuff by yourself and really put it like if you're going to go out of the comfort zone you might as well go all the way yeah Yeah. i
2: mean to be fair there have been times where i was on the plane thinking is this a good idea but (laughs) it's it's a bit too late then so you just sort of go with it
0: You've got to force
1: yourself. yeah yeah
2: Yeah, exactly i'll bring you to oz with me though spence
0: I'm i'm happy to come i'll do some construction Knock some buildings. Yeah, down. No, I,
1: mate, we'll get you down the mines. <laughs>
0: get me down the mines. Let me <laughs> get, get that iron ore, bro. I'll get them iron <laughs> ores. I'll find them diamonds.
1: <laughs> I reckon you'd enjoy that too much, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could become like one with the locals. Do you reckon? Yeah. Aborigines yeah, are also back. there, aren't they? Yeah, I'll join the aboriginal tribes. Really?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I'll bring them like <laughs> yeah, yeah. diamonds and be like, let's go. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. Make we'll see diff- how that goes. We'll see how that goes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So just linking into, uh, moving off a bit of traveling. So obviously we're all like in our young twenties, I just want to get your view on sort of the world from, let's say in our parents day and age, when they were growing up, it was more forced or not forced, but viewed to settle down by, let's say like 25, um, and I by set, it down, I mean like married even kids at twenty five and to me that mm. sounds like ludicrous like, i I can't Terrible. Yeah. yeah, one because it means like I've got four four and a half years left to do whatever I want, which is weird, and two, like well, it just means like where's my freedom gone, you know, and it sort of puts like pressure on you in a way, because obviously your parents and all that stuff went sort of through that, and now you're sort of expected to do the same. I think in our generation, it's slowly changing and evolving out of that. I just want to get your yeah. opinions on what you think on on that.
2: Then you go. All
1: right. Um. Well, I mean, I personally am not like a fan of that at all. Yeah. Like looking to the future. Like it's funny because I was talking to my house. So I live with nine other people. Um. And when I was talking, we just sort of were chatting one night about like whether we want kids what we want to do the future so all every single person in my housemate was in my house was just like, yeah you know I want kids like not right now but like you know 30s like late like early to mid 30s I want kids and I want a family you know settle down somewhere in the UK like most of them wanted to like stay in the UK and I was just thinking that's crazy like I', I, I, I right now like I'm ready I'm understand that my perspective might change but right now I have zero interest in getting married zero interest in having children like I'm open to the idea of meeting someone and you know you, obviously everyone wants to have love but I don't understand the idea of marriage like it's just sort of like an extra pay it's like a paywall by the government like it's just like oh yeah just just get married so you can just sort of have more like legal sort of ties to each other like why add that in why pay like so much money like, I understand like as a grand gesture of love but That's never really sort of appealed to me. And then the whole child thing, like you said, Spence, it's just sort of, it's scary. Like you're tying yourself down, you're committing yourself to like caring for other human beings. And that's so much responsibility. Because what if like you think you're ready and then they come along and suddenly like, shit, I'm not ready. And then you can't sort of give yourself fully to these children and you sort of failed them. It's like, that's scary as hell. That's yeah, scary. that's why
0: that's why you see so many divorce. Like the divorce rate right now must be so high. I, I feel like I saw stats. Especially in America is like 60 percent, something ridiculous. And like, yeah, I think it's because of this reason where people are jumping into relationships or just like these sort of old-fashioned ideas and that are pushed upon us, and not like properly like judging the themselves and the person they're with. So they're jumping in full force, obviously getting sort of being forced to or pressured to, and then they end up regretting it get divorced then the children have no proper like family it's a bit difu- dysfunctional and just ends mm. up hurting people in the end and i think massively i think it's due to social media as well i think social media has helped us sort of get a view in everyone else's sort of perspective as well and expand our minds a bit it doesn't have to live yeah to us. i think it yeah
2: i think it opens up people's minds for sure
0: yeah 100 well what do you think there's like, so much more information yeah
2: i think also um it depends on how you grow up because i mean what you're saying about getting married and having children by 25. Um, I was working with three women who were married and had like one or two children by 23 or 24. Um, But then compare that to my mum who had me and my brother at 38 and 39. So I think it's kind of how I grew up as well. like Because I know she really enjoyed her 20s and 30s without children. And so I quite like that as well. And I don't really want children anyway, to be honest. but I'm kind of just using my 20s to travel and learn things um, and do what I want before, I don't know, and see what the 30s entail.
0: Yeah, so, so do you view like age as in like 20s or 30s, do you view that as a certain sort of like sector in your life in a way? So do you like plan like a whole your whole sort of 10 years and what you're going to do roughly in a way?
2: It does sound like that, no. So what I'm saying is that I want to make sure that i travel a lot in my 20s and kind of have loads of experiences i guess before maybe i find a career or like a proper job you know yeah
0: yeah i
3: understand that because right
2: now um i quite like moving from place to place so i kind of spend a year in one country then go to another for six months and back to another for one year or something um but yeah i have a friend who actually is one of the main inspirations for me traveling and she's like 34 or something And she's been traveling on and off since she was about 18, like literally just traveling the world. She used to work Um, on super yachts and she used to work in ski shies and things like that. And she's, yeah, she's 34 and just still enjoying herself. So I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing next year. I'm not planning ahead as such, but I have just like ideas in
1: my head. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds nice. Like not setting yourself out this really strict sort of path you have to follow but having like a vague idea of what you want to do and not being sort of boxed into any one idea but then having that sort of role model as a friend who's sort of gone through so many years enjoying herself and it's sort of like sort of reassuring to have that so you know that what you're doing right now isn't going to end in some sort of catastrophic failure if you're having fun and you're enjoying life like that's the best thing you could be doing so that sounds actually like pretty ideal
2: yeah exactly and I don't know I have lots of friends as well at the moment who finished uni and they're in jobs which are kind of I guess what they want to be in and they're working their way up the ladder but that also I, I find that a bit boring because it's like what are you going to do when you're 30 though because I feel like they're rushing a little bit and they're sort of getting too high I don't know does this make sense too high in their jobs and then sort of plateau at one point and think oh what's next
1: 100% yeah
0: i agree. get that 100
1: i get that i'm like i have the same sort of fear because like right now i'm like so second year i've got a job third year and then fourth year i finished the degree and like right out mm-hmm. right after that so the whole point of my so after next year the idea of it is that hopefully this company i'm working with will offer me a job for after the degree but like i've been thinking over the last year like now i'm thinking oh. maybe I don't don't actually want to go straight into like straight into work like I want to have some time to do what I want to do because if I go in early and I start just you know nine to five work where do where's my out like you can't sort of just get deep in your career and then decide you want to go traveling and then come back to it and it's going to be pristine waiting for you so I want to make sure that don't sort of squander that opportunity that I have right now
2: yeah I get that
0: yeah that's what do you think yeah that's my mindset I think that's why I don't I'm not jumping into like a nine-to-five like if I really want to right now I've I've had accounting offers I've had like nine-to-five job offers but the thing that just puts me off is just being like you said like stuck in that sort of ladder in a way where you work your way up uh and to me that's just not appealing because like for me I just feel like I'm so young that I feel like I'll be wasting my years in a way because I'm well my whole week is just that's, I'm basically working for someone else making them more money whereas I could be like Testing out new things, or like living my life in a way, and experiencing stuff, trying to like build up my character, build up my experience as a human at a younger age, just yeah. so like when I hit, let's say like in five years' time, I've become like more wiser and more adept in like adapting in different environments and stuff. So I think mm. my main goal at the moment is just I'm not worried about sort of working away like that. Just I don't I'm not a fan of the nine to five at the moment. That's it, it creates like too much structure for me at the moment. It's almost like. If I want a nine to five, I'd have to have like a kid, family, or something like that. Because then, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you you can't really travel as much. You're stuck down. You have got yeah. you got responsibilities now. So, where like we talked about this before, where we don't really have a lot of responsibilities. So, take advantage of that basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You, are you gonna focus on your like entrepreneurial stuff then, or would you, you want to go traveling?
0: Oh yeah, I'll do a bit both. I can. You, this, the the beauty of it is though. Like you can just do it while traveling. Like just. Yeah. The, the the opportunities are there. She's just like taking them, like making the most of
2: them. Um, I um have an example actually. So my friend last year I think her grandma died and she inherited fifty thousand pounds. Wow. And I was like, oh, what are you gonna do with that? And I was thinking, what would I do with that? And I was just thinking, oh my god, I could travel so much. Like I could go to all these places I've always wanted to go to, um, and not sort of freak out about money, whatever. And she was like, oh, I'm gonna put it as a deposit for a house. And honestly, I could think of nothing worse. Yeah. No would... See, you know, she wants to do that. That's fine. But I would just use it to just travel and obviously maybe invest in something, but not a house. That's too much of a responsibility.
0: Yeah. I think houses, yeah, especially like, like you said, that's another responsibility. You own that property. Let's say you're not there for like, you want to go traveling, you're not there for three months. Like what's going to happen to it, you know? So I agree with you. That investment's a bit, a bit debatable
2: yeah but also once she was she attacked me slightly when um I, I mentioned something about traveling and she was like yeah well um oh i i said something about her working a nine to five job compared to me traveling and she was like yeah well in a couple of years time i'll be your boss or something like that so she has a kind of mindset where it's more focused on her job and like i guess a traditional way of life with working loads and then saving up and then getting a house compared to me who's like I just want to do what I want and not have too many responsibilities or like things holding me down
1: definitely a conflict interest there like she's obviously interested in building up a career and sort of working towards that you know safety and having an income and being stable but then the other side of the coin is like literally just looking for happiness like trying to enjoy stuff and explore stuff and find time for learning new things and seeing new places which is you know two very very different sides of the coin
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i completely agree i think my mindset is i value happiness more than money so for me if i'm not happy like in a job i'm not working as simple as i'll quit i, I value my yeah. happiness more just because okay. of what i've been through so i just think like the experience that i've ever had and then my view on the world has just been all pushed into like make sure you're happy before anything else so that's sort of my mindset on things but it's it's awesome to see how like humans will have different sort of mindsets like you said your friends loving the nine to five like working hard to get up the ladder whereas other like other people don't view that at all they don't just want to chill do whatever they want mm. you know just that's that, i think that's the beauty of like the world you can just do what you want that's the freedom to a yeah, certain extent sure. obviously to a certain extent because obviously one, um, yeah money comes involved and stuff
2: true Spence, you said we are closing at 10. Is that still the case?
0: Yep, yeah. Well, unless you have any, we yeah. ha- happily add any final points. I have points.
2: one thing to add. Do you remember when you asked me advice on traveling and I kind of stumbled? Yeah. I thought of one. It's to have um, a very open mind because you'll meet like so many different people and have so many different experiences. Um, and so it's very important to kind of have an open mind because you'll come across very different people and different lifestyles and you kind of like have to adapt to them. So that's very important. It's my yes.
1: advice. Fair enough. That's a pretty good thing to take in, to be fair. I feel like it's like the same thing that we talked about earlier, like stepping outside your comfort zone. There's no good like spending all that money going traveling, going to places and meeting people if you're not open to sort of accepting how they see the world or accepting other views from your own. Like, yeah, if you're exactly. going to be open, you might as well be fully open.
0: I yep. completely agree with that. Yeah, awesome. i have mean, I've enjoyed this one actually. I feel yeah. like I gained a bit of, gained a bit of knowledge from this.
1: Mate, it's maybe want to it's genuinely maybe reevaluate what I want to do in my life. I'm thinking like do I actually <laughs> want to just go and travel for a few years now do I want but to then off the job.
0: Yeah, but the thing is the the beauty of it <coughs> is you can still do that job and then like you said after you finish uni, don't have to go straight into it. Like yeah, they offer yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean, like... you a job so. You've got that you've got the qualification and you? then you can do what you want. There's no like yeah, rush.
1: Exactly. I- yeah, i do, I d I've got like it's just making me think now. I'm building up like a mental list of all these places that I can go and the plans, yeah. like that's you know, perfect go, yeah. doing a work visa like like what Laura's done just sounds pretty ideal, like having a long time to sort of explore these different places.
0: Yeah, that's why you gotta view it as like don't rush into things. Like you're only twenty, you have times four years yeah, left. Like Yeah, you have lots of time. Let's say like you like, live to I eighty, went... you've got so many years left.
2: <laughs> I went to Oz when I was twenty two. So yeah. I was a bit older than you, even. So. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I know uh, someone who's twenty nine, I think, and he's there at the moment. You can literally just.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. See exactly. Like, you, there's no. There's no ticking time bomb on it.
0: Yeah. Got... Everyone's on their own timelines, bro. You just got to remember that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone's on their own little wave.
1: Little wave. Little yeah. wave. Just got find. Just find ride a little
0: wave, wave and just go along.
1: Perfect, man. Yeah, ride the wave. Yeah.
0: Any last points at all?
1: Nah very very okay. mind
0: opening awesome talk actually uh,
2: but these are quite fun can i be on another one please <laughs> <If> <laughs> yeah no of course I yeah uh
0: it. we've got a couple guests lined up but then just hit the dms wait who's the next about the one Theo. the next one is life after death Absolutely oh is it yeah, oh i yeah, love yeah. that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: i God. actually love
0: it uh we'll we have Theo on for that one Theo will be joining us hopefully his internet is fixed
2: gonna get really deep, Spence.
0: It's gonna get deep. It's I think we can bring up some nice sort of theories. I think it's gonna be a good mind-boggling one. Might have to get a bit drunk for that one.
1: What do you reckon? Nah, I no, have Wait, a little beer. We doing a drink? We doing have a, have a couple beers?
0: I reckon. Yeah. No, I reckon we'll do one where like it's talking about like something beer-related or like alcohol-related. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. We'll, podcast, we'll save it for a good one. An we'll do like a drunk podcast. Yeah, that's good. That's perfect. Mate,
1: when in when in isolation, you know. Yeah, you exactly. Keep yourself busy.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you both for coming on. Be fun. All
1: good. Enjoy your Thursday evenings.
0: All All right, right. cheers. No worries. (laughs) See you later. Yeah, Yeah, all
1: right. See you later, mate.
0: Bye. See you later.